This is the Two Fish Podcast, where we try to keep biblical truths simple. Your hosts, Nick Burt and Aaron Apple. Hey, 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 everybody. We are back with another episode, and we want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts for tuning in and for leaving your five-star reviews. Uh, We were able to look at some of those, and uh, we just greatly appreciate that. Uh, If you have not left a five-star review, uh, we ask that you do. And uh, make sure you share this episode on uh, whatever social media platform you can. Um, Just hit that share button and throw it out there on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And let's help spread the good news. That's right. Um, Last week... Just to recap, we went through Luke, a section in Luke 12, a parable that Jesus had, and we thought, man, that was a convicting a convicting um, little parable there. An easy one to gloss over, like we said, but it was kind of convicting when you stop and listen to it. So we thought, hey, let's just go a little bit more. We're going to jump into Luke 13 this week and talk about, um, this is not a parable this time. We've done a lot of parables. This is actually Jesus here. Um in Luke 13. Um, if you grab your Bibles, Luke 13, 10 through, oh, how far did we go? 17? 17. 17. And if we have time, we might jump into four, a section in 14 because it goes along with this um, exactly. So we'll read through it. And then like always, we'll go back through verse by verse and kind of just chat about it. So here we go. Luke 13, verse 10. On a Sabbath, Jesus was teaching in one of the synagogues, and a woman was there who had been crippled by a spirit for 18 years. She was bent over and could not straighten up at all. When Jesus saw her, he called her forward and said to her, Woman, you are set free from your infirmity. Then put his hands on her and immediately... She straightened up and praised God. Verse 14, but the ruler of the synagogue, indignant because Jesus had healed on the Sabbath, said to the people, there are six days in which work ought to be done. Come on one of those days and be healed and not on the Sabbath day. Then the Lord answered him, you hypocrites, does not each of you on the Sabbath untie his ox or his donkey from the manger? And lead it away to water? And ought not this woman, a daughter of Abraham, who's, whom Satan bound for 18 years, be loosed from this bond on the Sabbath day? As he said these things, all of his adversaries were put to shame, and all of the people rejoiced at the glorious things that were done by him. All right, here goes Jesus just tearing through again. Right? Yeah. He's on, he's on a mission, on the uh, on the Sabbath. That's right. So, so context here: Jesus walks into a synagogue. He does this a lot when he moves around. He, I mean, f- Jews first. That's kind of um, that's how the Bible is read. It's Jews, then the Gentiles, which is us. And he goes in these synagogues because he knows this is where the Jews are. He also knows this is where the people, the Pharisees and the Sadducees and all these other people, that's where they're going to be. And I just, Jesus is both fully God and fully man in the Bible when he's on earth, fully God and fully man. Yeah. I think that fully man part, a lot of times 
I think Jesus has a sense of humor. And I think he knows how to push buttons. Not wrong. Obviously, he was without blame. But I know he, he knows just what to say so that these guys, A, understand what he's saying, and B, get, get agitated, as you see here in this story. Yeah, I think I agree with that. And I think part of that is because his buttons were pushed. Oh, like yeah. He's walking into these synagogues, and they're not doing the things they're supposed to be doing. So yeah. he's kind of ticked himself, and he's... He's throwing it in their face. and Yeah. He's calling them out. Yeah. So let's go. Let's read through these verses here together. Verse 10. Now he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. All right. We just discussed that. This is something that he would do. And actually, if you look at historical um, uh, history, a lot of times when someone new came into town, they had the place of honor just to, to share that day. I don't know if you knew that. So when you go to church for the first time, the visitor, yeah, assuming he was at in this day and age, male of a certain age was a rabbi of some kind. He would be able to get up and give the sermon. So imagine going to a new church. Didn't know that. And having to get up and preach that day. Uh, no, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was typical. So he would come into these synagogues and they knew, they knew who he was. And I think a lot of times what they want to do is trap him and trick him. And so they would let him speak. Verse 11, it says, And behold, there was a woman who had a disabling spirit, who had had a disabling spirit for 18 years. She was bent over and could not fully straighten herself up. That would be horrible. Yeah, that would not, that would not be fun. So typically we, I guess you would see elderly people that way. Yeah. I I would imagine she, I, we don't know how old she is, but she's been this way for 18 years. Yeah. Oh, I don't see her. I don't see her in, again in my mind's picture as being like an old person hunched over. I think she's like bent over. Like she can't stand up. Oh, like, yeah, maybe uh-huh. not like I 180 know. degrees down, but like, I well, feel like nowhere, she she, nowhere close. Yeah. So it's, like this is not, this is something people probably look at and say, "Ew, gross." Okay, that's that's where my mind's going. All right, I could be wrong. And she's probably going to the synagogue so she can she can be healed, and the yep. church the church is not doing anything. She's or she's my imagine is she's right outside of the synagogue, like she's not in it. That would be my guess. I could be wrong. That's probably I'm, true. Someone like her, someone with leprosy, let's say they're not going to let them in. They're not letting them in. Yeah. They're unclean. You look different. Yeah, you're not welcome. And I think a lot of times they say it's because of something you've done. Yeah. Um, I think that happens a lot in the Bible where they say it's because of a sin you had. Well, look at Job. Job didn't sin. He was righteous. Yeah. And God said, hey, try my try my my servant Job. Yeah. So that's, that's that judging thing. And we go. still do that as a church. Oh, absolutely. Like that game. What are you doing here? Like yep. I know what your past was. Yep. Yeah. And they're just trying to be there. Maybe to change. To better their life. Yeah. Same reason you're there. Exactly. Your stuff is just on the inside. This lady's stuff was on the outside. Yeah. That's good. So, verse 12. When Jesus saw her, he called her over and said to her, Woman, you are freed from your disability. Boom, right there. He heals her. That's amazing. He calls her over and heals her. And she immediately 
straightened up immediately. Jesus healed her. She's bent over. So like you're bent over trying to pick something up off the ground. Yep. Not like directly at your feet, but a little further out in front of you Yep. to paint that picture. And Jesus says, woman, you are set free from this. And she's like, er, straightened up, straightened up, Good right to go, there. right there. She's been like this for 18 years. You got to think. So where my mind goes with that, the fact that it's been like that for 18 years is her body doesn't know how to function. Right. It's like when you sit on your leg and it goes numb and you stand up and you're like, oh, ugh, and it's hard to get it back to right. working. Or when you have an injury, you'd probably know about this with your ankle. You got to therapy that thing back together. Yeah. This lady has not been able to stand straight for 18 years. And he says, you've been healed. You've been freed. And she stands up yeah. and glorifies God. That's yeah. awesome. I didn't read that part yet, but I was going to. Oh, we hadn't gotten there. We yet. were going to. Well, I mean, she. I'm excited. She's yeah, glorifying she, God. She straightened up and praised God. Yeah. That was verse 13. Immediately. That's the first thing she did. Interesting. There's one of those she, convicting things. She stands up and she praises God. Yep. First, first thing she did. That kind of points me back to last week's episode yeah. where are we kingdom focused or uh, are we self-centered? Because she could have gone anywhere and done anything now. Yeah. But instead she turns around and glorifies God. It's good. Yeah. Obviously she sees what's been done. Right. And she understands 18 years I've been like this. No one's been able to help me. I'm sure she reached out and tried. Oh, I'm No sure. one's been able to help me. Who is this guy? Stands up. Oh, it's Jesus. So up to the point in this story, has Jesus done, like, just on surface level, oh, no, 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 it did already say, I'm sorry. Oh, I was trying to build something up here. It did say on the Sabbath. What Jesus has done here has not done, he's not done anything wrong. Anything wrong. This would have been a perfect healing yeah the problem was in verse 10 it says he was in a synagogue on the sabbath yeah which the sabbath is a day a day of rest we as christians here in america practice it on sunday and we've had an episode on that where we talk about resting resting on the sabbath you're not supposed to do anything the rulers of this time the pharisees have said this is the day for the Lord. You can't do anything. And they took it to an extreme. Yeah. So much so. That they wouldn't even help this woman. Correct. Bent over. Correct. For 18 years. Verse 14. But the ruler of the synagogue, indignant because Jesus had healed on the Sabbath, said to the people, there are six days in which work ought to be done. Come on those days to be healed and not on the Sabbath. So he just watched this miracle happen. Yeah. And what is his response? Not today. Yeah, you can't. Don't do that. To, put her back. Yeah, he gets upset about this. He's ticked. That, I, and we, we talked about this before, but that's like, I'm going to use the same example. On Sunday, you're going to church. Guy's got a flat tire. Or the it's not a guy this time. It's a, a young girl. Yep. Got a flat tire, doesn't know how to change your tire. And you just kind of drive on by. This This is Sunday. Oh, it's Sunday. I got to rest. I can't yeah, do any work. I, I got to rest. I got to go to church. I got to get to church. Yep. I got to get there. That was this guy's mindset. Yeah. 
why he, why are you doing this on the sabbath he's upset and he doesn't here's what points out to me about this he doesn't just say to jesus hey it is the sabbath do not heal people he doesn't say it to jesus he turns and says it to everyone else in here and he's saying there are 6 days for this don't come here on on sunday to get healed he doesn't want it to happen anymore oh yeah i didn't even think you know what i mean like jesus could have said Someone else could have walked up and Jesus would have been like, all right, healed, 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 healed. And this guy's like, one is bad enough. We can't have more. Yeah. Come another day. Well, who, so he, he heals this woman. I imagine there's other people that needed healed. Yeah. And Jesus probably would have healed them. Yep. But this guy probably scared them off. Exactly. Because he's throwing a fit about Jesus is all he did was. You're healed. You're healed. Yeah. That's work. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, seemed, if my work was that easy, <laughs> it seemed pretty easy work, <laughs> right? For Jesus, and and he says, "No, you cannot do this on Sunday." And and it, it just blows my mind. So he stopped other people from being able to be blessed and healed by Jesus. He said, "We're not going to do this," and he stops them. And he says, to "The crowd, come another day, any other day, but today." Blows my mind. Blows my mind. Yeah, I never even, man, I didn't even think about that. Because he immediately jumps in and he probably scares off the other people that needed healed. Yeah. We're not going to have this on the Sabbath. Yeah. Can't do it. Don't go there. Don't even try it. Don't even try to do God's work on God's day. You shouldn't have been, (laughs) woman, you should not have been healed. What Jesus did was wrong. Yeah. And the rest of you better get out of my church. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine a church today? Your pastor at your church, amazing miracle happens, and your pastor says, whoa, 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 whoa. Not on Sunday. You're calling it God's day. Why wouldn't you want God to do his work right. on that day? Nope. It's it's work, quote, unquote, yeah. to perform a healing. Verse 15, then the Lord answered him, you hypocrites, does not each of you on the Sabbath untie his ox or his donkey from the manger and lead it away to water it? So he's calling him out. Yeah. He's calling him you're, out. You're doing work. You, They're doing more work than what Jesus did. Exactly. Yeah. You're unphysically untying your donkey and you're leading it to water. Yeah. Because those things are important. The donkey needs to be fed that day. The donkey needs to be watered that day. Those things are important. But here in their standards, so here's the word that sticks out to me in this, hypocrites. So a hypocrite is not someone who doesn't know. It's not someone who's dumb and, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know that I couldn't do that. It's someone that does know. And chooses not to. And then behind the scenes does it anyway. Or chooses not. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, your way of wording that is much better. Yeah. These people know the rules, but behind the scenes... They're doing their own thing too. Yeah. And these Pharisees, it's all about show for them. Like they want to be in the best circles. They want to be known. So they want people to know we don't do work on Sunday in this instance. Yeah. But they're hypocrites because, and Jesus calls them out on it because he knows and they know, like he says, they watered their animals that day. Yeah. That's work. And I love how you said it. It's harder work than healing this lady. Yeah, apparently I would, I would, I mean, I've, I've led a horse to water and 
sometimes that takes a little bit of work. You got, <laughs> you got to put something on them so they'll, they'll follow you. You got to untie them and get hitch them back up. Like it's a process. Yeah. So they and then they had to bring them back and tie them up after they had the water. So they did a lot more work than Jesus reaching out and basically telling Satan to get out of her. Yeah. Which uh, we didn't talk about that, but this is a demonic spirit that's been in this lady for 18 years. We don't, I wonder how many times in our own life right now that we don't, like that was just, hey, it's demonic. Yeah. I wonder how many things nowadays like demons are still around. Those kind of things are still around. How many times we don't chalk it up to that's a demon. Yeah. We, um, not that this lady did anything wrong to deserve that. Right. But she, because of that, this is how she is. I wonder how many times that is in our own life. I don't know. I've had a uh, conversation with, um, friends about there are these evil spirits and these unseen rulers of the world. And, we have a role in praying against those things. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how many times somebody that is sick or like that, if we prayed for them, could they, could they be healed? Yeah. I don't know. I believe that it can still happen today, yeah. but I don't think I have the power to walk up to somebody and say, you're healed. Yeah. That's a whole another podcast right there. Yeah. <laughs> Getting the weeds there. <laughs> Where are we at? So Jesus calls them out, calls them hypocrites. Hypocrites, hypocrites, um, basically calls them out on, I imagine that this was something very specific. Like this wasn't probably something that Jesus pulled out of his butt. He probably watched them do it. He, he knew that they did that. And that was a specific conviction for that guy Yeah. to say, like, I can throw around you hypocrite, but if I specifically say something you did, yeah, that makes it real. Yeah. That's the thing he was hiding. You can't work here, but I'm working behind the scenes where you don't see me. And Jesus said, no, 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 no. Yeah. And maybe didn't, Jesus didn't even see him. I mean, that's part of, part of God being fully God and fully man. He knew. Right. Hey, this is exactly what it could have been something else. Yeah. But he's calling him out on well, that. It, I mean, he spent a ton of time in the synagogues, even when he was a, a young boy. Like the story is he was there for three days. And I imagine. Yeah. That's just the one written story that yeah. he was there for three days, right? Yeah. So he, he saw what they were doing. He knew what they were doing, not only because he was God, but because he was there as man. Like he, he saw these yeah. inner workings of the synagogues of the time. Yeah. Verse 16, and ought not this woman, a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan bound for 18 years, be loosed from this bond on the Sabbath day? So he's saying... You can do your ox and your donkey thing. Shouldn't this woman be able to get healed? And we pointed out this is much less work yeah. than like you described water and a horse. Much yeah. less work. Shouldn't this lady, if I can heal her, who cares what day it is? Right. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, this, this is her one chance to be healed. Yeah. She might not be there tomorrow. Right. And that's what I think about all those other people. When he turns around and says, get out of here. Come a different day. They might not be there. Yeah. And Jesus might not be there. Right. This was her, this was her moment. God brought her there Yeah. for this moment. Right. And this Pharisee is trying to, 
trying to say, no, this isn't going to, this is a Sabbath. We're not working. Yeah. Like, and Jesus is just thrown in his face. You're, you're doing work behind the scenes. Yeah. Don't, don't tell me what not to do. So let's move on to verse 17. As he said these things, all his adversaries were put to shame and all the people rejoice at all the glorious things that were being done by him. So I like the way mine reads. Okay. Uh, once again, I'm out of the NIV version and uh, Nick is ESV or die. ESV or die. So when he said these things, all his opponents were humiliated. Ooh, that's I good. Like, I like that that's word better. in that one. That's better. Uh, but the people were delighted with all the wonderful things he was doing. Yeah, that's good. I Yeah, I think that word better describes this situation, humiliated. Because, again, like I said before, this is these are hypocrites. They knowingly, behind the scenes, doing something that they say others shouldn't be doing. So this guy in secret was watering his animals or doing this or doing that. And now it's been thrown out in the open. This is what you did. Yeah. That's a, she can't help this. This is her physical thing. Everyone knows about her. This is for this guy, a behind the scenes thing that no one knows about. Right. And he just called it out in front of everybody. Yeah. That would be humiliating. Right. So I, I hate to throw this in here, okay. but it's kind of like our political world right now. Right. We we I I picture in this because all the people were delighted with this. Like I I think the majority of our society is really annoyed with politics right now, and we're tired of the crap they're doing because they're kind of doing this. Like yeah. you can't do that, but we're going to do this. You can't have private health insurance, but we're going to have our own. Yeah, kind of things are going on, and I think people are tired of it. And and some things are getting thrown back yeah. in some of the people's faces. Like during COVID, um, I I really hate I'm talking politics, but <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, there there were politicians that weren't wearing masks in public, but they were the ones standing on stage telling you you had to wear a mask. Yep, you know, and and that's the same scenario that's going on here. Yep. They're they're. But it's Jesus, and it's the Sabbath, and they're not supposed to be working. And he's saying, yeah. no, I'm going to heal who I want to heal, and this is kingdom work. Yeah. I also think people are rejoicing because these Pharisees are like stuck-up bozos. Yeah. For a clean way to say that for the podcast. <laughs> like these probably, people probably can't stand these guys. They're jerks. They walk around better than everybody else. They're making all these rules up. Yeah. And these people see a miracle happen. And what's the first thing these guys do? They shut it down. They shut it down. So yeah. no one else can get healed. And I think when they're humiliated, these people are, yes. Thank you, God, for putting these guys in our place. They're in their place. Right. Continue to heal. Continue to do this thing. This is God's day. Do God's work. Yeah. I don't know. I like that. This is God's day. Do God's work. Yeah. Like, like literally this is God's work and you can't do it on Sunday. Yeah. Are we doing that on Sabbath? Are are you at reword the question? <laughs> I said, are we doing that on, are we doing God's Sabbath? work? Are we doing God's work on our Sabbath? 
Mm. We kind of talked about this. We did. Um, I don't know if we're doing. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I know. Or I would say, if you're not, are you at least being kingdom minded on Sunday? Yeah. And that being kingdom minded, like we talked about last week, will trickle down into those other things. Yeah. I once talked to, I talked to a guy that that loves fishing and a lot of fishing tournaments on Sundays. Okay. And he's like, my my preacher approached me and asked me where I've been. I told him, I've been. I've been fishing in fishing tournaments. That's what I I really enjoy to do. Yeah. And it's my day I can do that. And his preacher told him he needed to get his priorities straight. Okay. And I challenged my buddy. I said, I I don't know that you have to go to church every Sunday, but during your fishing tournaments, are you are you listening to worship music? Are you praying with your fishing partner? Are you praying for other people that are there? Are you putting um, Jesus in the moments that you can put him in on that day when you're doing those activities? That's good. That's good. Because he could use that as a, a ministry all on its own. Right. Not that he needs to, but he could. I mean, that's a whole nother. He could be doing more. He, people could get, be getting more out of that with him than they do at church. How many times have we said our Monday night group feels more like church sometimes than church feels like church. Yeah. And it's not on Sunday morning. No, it's Monday. It's Monday. And and in our previous episode, like the church isn't, it's not the four walls. Yeah. It's, it's you and what you're doing for, for God's kingdom. That's good. And I think that's part, that's a part of this parable and, and what Jesus is saying. Yes, it's the Sabbath, but I'm doing God's work. I'm doing my father's work by healing this lady. And there's nothing wrong with that. There you go. That's good. I like it. Um, let's move over. We're going to, I think we got time. Let's real quick go to chapter 14. We're going to move ahead. Um, the heading on this one is, <laughs> it's funny, healing of a man on the Sabbath. So right there, we're gonna, Jesus is going to be in the weeds again with these guys. We'll read through it real quick. It's only six verses. Verse one, on on Sabbath, one Sabbath, when he went to dine at the house of a ruler of the Pharisees, they were watching him carefully. And behold, there was a man before him who had dropsy. And Jesus responded to the lawyers and the Pharisees saying, is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath or not? And they remained silent. Then he took him and healed him and sent him away. And he said to them, which of you having a son or an ox that had fallen into a well on a Sabbath day will not immediately pull him out? And they could not reply to these things. So let's start with verse one. One Sabbath, when he went to dine at a house of a ruler of the Pharisees, they were watching him carefully. So we don't know if this is, we assume it's later given that that's how it's written, but we don't know how long later from chapter 13 but he is invited to a ruler of the Pharisee's house to have dinner. And it says they were watching him carefully. So to me, this is a setup. Yeah. They're Mm. there. They're there to set Jesus up. Yeah. They're watching him carefully waiting for him to slip up. They're want, they're wanting so bad for him to slip up. 
And I think when we look back in 13 and he calls them hypocrites, again, it's someone knowing right, but behind the scenes doing wrong. These guys know who Jesus is. Sign after sign after sign, they know that he is the Messiah. And they want so bad to trip him up, to make him not be a Messiah, to to prove that he's not, or to because he's messing everything up for him. Right. So they invite him to dinner and they watch him carefully for him to screw up. Right. And and there in front of him was a man suffering from abnormal swelling of his body. Oh, there you go. You, I wondered you, what that was. Dropsy. Yeah. <laughs> I had to do a double take when you read drop like, <laughs> ESV. Um, but uh, with what you're saying in verse two, yep, I have to picture: Did the Pharisees invite absolutely this, this man there? And then, and we're going to read here in a minute. Jesus kind of it calls him out on it. Absolutely. So again, let's very back. politely calls him oh, out yeah, on yeah. it. Yeah. Let's back up to 13. The woman bent over. I, we we assumed that she was not in the synagogue with them, but right. probably right on the outside there. Right. And she was probably there every yep. every Sabbath day. She was probably, Trying she was to get probably outside there yep. looking to get healed. So we assume that she was not allowed in the synagogue yeah. because of her condition. And here they are at a ruler, so the main dog of the Pharisees, at his house eating dinner with Jesus and the fair. There is no way that this is not a setup yeah. from start to finish for Jesus. Yeah. They're tr- and it's on a Sabbath. I never thought of it this way. They are trying to set him up. Oh, that's so they're trying so hard. That's so good. There there's no way. So <laughs> verse three, and Jesus responded to the lawyers and the Pharisees saying, is it lawful to heal a man on the Sabbath or not? So he asks the question. He knows that this is a setup. He right. knows why that guy with with pain in his abdomen. How did you say that? Read that one more time. Uh, abnormal swelling. Abnormal swelling. Dropsy. He knows that that guy's there. He knows this whole thing is a setup. And so he calls them and says, tell me, is it wrong for me to heal this guy? Because it's the Sabbath. Right. And, and they don't respond because they know they're caught. They're caught. They got caught. They're silent. If they didn't know they weren't caught, they probably would have answered. Yeah. Like, how did he know this is where we were going with this? Yeah. Look, let's look at the two answers. Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath or not? If they say yes, then they're going against their own laws. Right. Because they've set up the system to make it so that no one can do anything. And Jesus is going to heal him. What if they say no? No, it's not lawful. Well, I got to assume the other people, let's look at 13 again, the crowd around. Right. They're going to get very upset because here Jesus is saying, I can do it again. Yep. I can heal this man of his disease. Yep. But these guys are telling me no. So they know the crowd is going to get angry at him. Yeah. They can't say anything. Right. They try to trap Jesus and they trap themselves. They can't say anything. No. Because they're going to be wrong both ways. Yeah. Oh, boy. Verse 4. Oh, but they remain silent. Then he took him and healed him and sent him away. So Jesus does it anyway. Right. He he throws it in their face again. Yep. Like, is it lawful or not? 
and they sit there silent, and he's going to say, I don't care. It yep. is. It's lawful. I yep. can heal this man, and I'm going to yep. because I'm doing God's work, doing my father's work. Yep. That's good. So this is where I think it, it gets a little funny to me. Verse 5. And he, okay, verse 4. But they remained silent. He healed him, and he sent the guy away. Right? So right. the guy is no longer there. Verse 5. And he said to them, which of you having a son or an ox that has fallen into a well on the Sabbath day will not immediately pull it out. So he sends this guy away. It's a happy mood. The guy's excited. He sends him away. And then I can just picture Jesus smiling as this guy runs out. And then he turns back to these guys with just a scowl on his face. Right. And then he starts reprimanding them. He said, which one of you would not do something on the Sabbath? your own son or an ox is what he says falls in a well. Would you not reach out and grab? Can you imagine your son or your daughter falling down a well and saying, I'm sorry, sweetie tread water. Yeah. You, you got, you, you got eight and a half hours tread. water. I hope you can tread water in you the got, well. You got to swim till Monday. So he turns and he reprimands these guys. He's yeah. saying, you know that you would do that too. If if you had the power to save, you would save. Yeah. And that's what I'm doing. In verse 6, and they could not reply to these things because they could not reply. doesn't matter what they'd say, they'd be wrong, and they know they'd be wrong. Yeah, I think this is them, again, being convicted between all these rules that they've made and what they know is right, right. morally right. Yeah. They can't speak. They can't speak. The way they're interpreting scripture is wrong. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's so good. It is. Reading the Bible this way is always so much fun because you start picturing things differently. Yeah. I <laughs> I never thought of this as, as 14 as a, I've read it a couple times, but I've never thought of it as a setup. Yeah. Like. And it totally is when you look at it. Like they invited that guy that had clearly had issues going on. He had abnormal swelling. So who knows? Maybe his leg was right leg was three times bigger than his left leg or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I'll have to go look up whatever your word was. Dropsy. Yeah. Dropsy. And it had to have been enough swelling that Jesus noticed this guy. Right. Like, just like the woman bent over. We assume not just hunched, but probably bent over. Yeah. It was enough, enough. Think of it as leprosy. There's no way they would have even for this test brought someone in with leprosy. But there's no way someone with leprosy is going to be hanging out with them, even on the street. Right. Unclean. Stay away. Yeah. <laughs> but they bring him in for dinner. I wonder if they fed him. Or they just said, "We just need you to stand here in the corner." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows on that part? But I'm guessing he didn't get to eat. Jesus sent him away, healed him. Yeah. He got more than just a meal, that's for sure. Yeah. He got healed. All right. Well, hey, 13 and 14 in the book. It's good stuff. It is. It's um, Once again, it's a reminder that we need to be doing, we need a day of rest, whatever yeah. that looks like. Yeah. But it needs to be focused on God and what yeah. God wants you doing that day. And if it's you're at a fishing tournament, um, find a way to fit God into it. Mm -hmm. Either listen to worship music or, you know, pray, 
pray with the group, lead lead the prayer or do a devotional beforehand or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like find find a way. Maybe uh there's a guy there that is, that's struggling and you don't know it and um that's your moment to reach reach that person even though you're not at church. That's good. I, I would say for the last couple of weeks, kingdom minded. Yeah. That's what we've been focusing on. So there you go. Even on Sunday, God's day of all days, you should be able to be kingdom minded. Don't let, don't let the rules and the Pharisees and the, all these other people get in the way of that. Yeah. All right. Well, Hey, again, if you enjoyed the show, um, leave a comment, go to Facebook. If you have, if you have your own thoughts on this, go to Facebook, you'll find this video we did live. Um, leave a comment let us know what you thought about it. Head over to Instagram. Um, be in conversation with us, uh, the two fish community, be a part of the conversation and we will see you guys again next week. Thanks for tuning into the two fish podcast where we can try to keep biblical truth simple. Make sure you go check out our Facebook page and our Instagram page, hit those like subscribe and share buttons and make sure you keep coming back.